0: episode 17 of apex live continues second half of the program or second segment of the program i'm brad that's steve hello joining us now live via skype he's a business owner he's a sponsor of the program as you just heard with our little interstitial message about sponsorship he's also a good friend of mine he is jim ashley jim welcome to the program
1: Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, yes, podcast, rather.
0: <laughs> well, it is, a, it is a show. Who are we kidding? It is a show.
1: Actually,
0: it is the show. <laughs> it is, oh, That's right. Whoa. That's right. All right. Well, Jim is a listener, but Jim is also the owner of Blue Gold Title Research, the first sponsor that we have had of Apex Live. So, Jim, I've got to start here. And it's very, first of all, thank you so much for me and Steve both. Uh, for sponsoring the show, for supporting what we're doing, uh, and being a part of it, because it really means a lot to us.
1: You're welcome. It's amazing how quick a deal was hashed out the day of that Kansas game <laughs> where I sat with you.
0: Yeah, it, it was. Well, and it wasn't even intentional. It's, it's one of those things that just kind of came up and you said, "Yeah, I'm sponsoring another show and this is going on. You said, I'd like to sponsor your show. Well, all right And it took all of about Four minutes And we worked out a deal And now here you are The best deals Take no time to make That's exactly Exactly. right And don't need
1: lawyers Yeah, you don't need
0: them I deal with enough of those On a regular (laughs) basis That is absolute gospel truth all right. So first of all, like we said, you're the owner of Blue Gold Title Research, and you have explained to me briefly what it is that you do, and I still don't exactly know what in the world that you do. So you own Blue Gold Title Research. You're the owner, the creator, the operator. Jim, what do you do? Uh,
1: what I do essentially in a nutshell, when these title companies, lending institutions, and even an attorney I work with gets a order that on a property where someone either wants to purchase the property outright or refinance their home for whatever reason. I get the order to basically go to the courthouse in a certain county and research the property, basically find the deed, go back through the chain up to about 40 or 60 years. If I have to look for any open mortgages and basically make sure there's no open judgments or liens on the property and just stuff. That's, that's mainly what I do. I've also started doing um, notary services and loan closings through the attorney I work for in the state hey I'm
0: a notary that works out nicely
1: yes it does L- little more yes, common a little
0: more common ground not just the WVU thing that's cool
1: right and I've been doing closing services in addition to title serv I've been doing titles since about 2012 2013 2014 actually started full-time in 15. And I just started closing loans starting in June after I passed my National Notary Association Signing Agent exam.
0: Very cool. I remember when you did that, because I know you were making some moves over the summer, uh, just trying to broaden your portfolio of what it is that you're able to do. And then you were doing some other things like that exam and everything. I remember when you were going through all that, and I'm glad you passed that, and you've started to kind of expand your horizons a little bit. But this all started... Because of the shale oil and gas boom, uh, probably, what was it, 2012, something like that, I believe. I I remember the script that I put together whenever we were talking about Mm -hmm. this, but uh, I thought it was 2012, somewhere in there, whenever all this started, because that was a huge industry with a big spike there for a while.
1: It was, especially where I live in the northern part of the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, I live in the Marcellus Shale. I live across the river from Ohio in the Utica Shale. That still sounds like the name of
0: a linebacker, man. I still think we're going to sign a letter of intent for Marcellus Shale to be a stand-up defensive end in a three-three. You know? he'd
1: probably be one of those hard pipe hitting dudes that you wouldn't want to run into in a dark alley. A lot
2: like Bruce Irvin, absolutely. Never right. want to deal with, Never want to deal with the pipe from Marcellus.
1: No, no. no. No, you don't. Very good.
2: Especially if he goes
0: to Baylor, because then it's happening without consent. <laughs> That's right.
2: Oh, no means no. That's Thro- exactly throwing shade. He should just go to Virginia Tech. I mean, just Maybe no, no. Just- this September. is eight.
0: No, this is eighteen and up. Oh well. <laughs> Under eighteen can't give oh. consent anyway. That's what they do in Blacksburg. That's true. Yeah. That's all right. They've got plenty of time to go pursue those uh, those activities right now. Considering, without a minor miracle, they're not going bowling this year. They don't deserve to go bowling. Well, of course they don't deserve to go to a bowl, but they've got to beat UVA. This is our this is our sort of Virginia Tech update, and I know Jim's on board with this, so it's cool. He knows we do Virginia Tech updates. Uh, If they don't, they have to beat UVA this week. If they beat UVA, they are buying an extra game at the end of the year. This is great.
2: Oh yeah, because they missed one for a hurricane, they, right? Some like, w- like
0: just like we did. Yeah. But they're failures, so they need help at the end of the year to try to game the system to go to a bowl. They are paying. They are paying over a million dollars for a game at the end of the year with Marshall. You heard me. To try to go to a bowl. Now, this is what I've decided. I hate UVA, too. Hopefully, Marshall destroys them for the money. This is what I want to happen. You're ahead of me. This is what I want to happen. I want them to beat UVA and get to win number five and then play Marshall and lose. That way, I can go to every Hokie that I ever deal with, hashtag Hokie hate, and tell them Congratulations, Hokies. You've done something we've never done. You lost to friggin' Marshall. You paid for it. Marshall means nothing to me. Dude, you lost to Marshall. So please give me that Christmas present this year. Play Marshall. And play Marshall at the end of the year for a million bucks you didn't intend on spending. And then, by all means, play your 27-year-old metal song, jump up and down, and then get your ass handed to you by friggin' Marshall. It will be the greatest Christmas present I have gotten since I got my Knight Rider bike when I was six years old. Please do it and just make us all so, so very happy. I am completely completely off topic right now
2: i had a night right did, did you fellas hear the
1: caveat that even if marshall and virginia tech doesn't play they get marshall the money anyway it's free
2: money <laughs> that's awesome
0: well jim you know Wouldn't this as well as time. i do you, you know this as well as i do that's the only kind of money they ever make yeah <laughs> right okay they are welfare you so we got to this point after talking about marcella shale so let's try to veer back somewhere resembling
2: the course welfare you that's horrible
0: that's all they that's all they get is money <laughs> handed to them from the state to fund their football program and they're still not any good okay so trying to get back on course a little bit this all started with that shale oil and gas boom in 2012 and then things started to kind of morph and change a little bit
1: Yeah, what happened was when I first got in, one of the first things they tell you is get your own LLC and get a tax identification number. So I did just that. And in between oil and gas assignments, I would do the real estate work just to tide me over. And in late 2014, I started noticing the price of gas was dropping at the pump. I mean, yeah, it's good for the consumer, but there's always a second side to everything, and it wasn't good for the shale industry. Sure. And what had happened was the Mideast cartel decided just to start pumping out so much more oil that there was more oil than demand.
0: Hang on a second, Jim. Are you going to sit here and tell me that OPEC is crooked and they're manipulating markets? I will not not stand here (laughs) or sit here and listen to such audio tomfoolery. No matter how much he's paying us to sit here and suggest that the oil-producing nations of the Middle East are somehow doing something they shouldn't do, won't hear it. Won't hear it. <laughs> Goodness! And there are people who believe that. There are people who believe that all that's on the up and up. Oh, my yeah, Lord. really? Well, and when it, when me. you start manipulating markets, everything tanks. Especially for people who are in in your industry, and we never see it because it's like, oh, we're paying thirty cents less at the pump. But there is all. There's always there's a reaction to what ultimately goes on over there. We just don't necessarily feel it immediately.
1: Right. And like I said, in the fall of 2014, I started to see the writing on the wall, and I was slowly starting to get a few clients here and there. Then I finally decided one of the main things you need in my industry now is a professional liability policy. Mm -hmm. Once I bought that liability policy in January of 15, the floodgates opened up like you wouldn't believe.
0: That's cool. Well, one thing I think is that you can take from this is you have seen the ability, and we need to see this more, I think, just in everyday life, but you're showing it from a professional standpoint, is the ability and the willingness both to adapt. Adapt and overcome, or be left behind. And that's what it is. It's improvise, adapt, overcome. And I know that's Marine Force Recon or Navy SEALs or whichever one of the special forces it is. Every everyone, it's all of them. But, all but the fact that you saw fit to do that really it was it, it was about survival, but it really became about growth on the back end of that for you. And I think that's really cool. So. And that's one reason I wanted to talk to you about business. It's not just because you're sponsoring us, but it's because you're doing this. Number one, you're self-employed. Number two, you're a small business owner, creator, operator, all of those things at once. And third, you're working in an industry I know nothing about. And most of the people who are listening to this have probably been involved in transactions at some point that involved what you do, but they don't necessarily know how you do what you do. So it's it's all very new and different. So it's something they can hear about it. They can learn about it. And I find this kind of stuff interesting, even though it seems kind of milk toast on the surface. It is kind of interesting to see what's going on just beneath the surface, because that's what keeps our businesses and our personal interactions financially rolling.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, you're you're pretty much right about that. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's interesting to be a part of, I guess, how the sausage is made once you sign that fi- once you sign those final loan papers. Sure.
0: Well, I'm glad it's going well because you've really seen a boom, I think this year. You've seen a lot of good things happen, and I'm really hoping that the growth continues for you. But the way we know each other is from Twitter and from message boards and things like that related to WVU. And the Mountaineers Mm -hmm. have a big one coming up here in two days. We're recording the day before Thanksgiving. And on Black Friday, West Virginia hosts Oklahoma. We've got to finally get over the hump inside this conference and beat them after being 0 for 6 up to this point. Should have beaten them at least one of those games. The 2012 game, I'm not even going to talk about with the exception of saying, I hate you, Joe DeForest. Whatever gas station you are currently the assistant night manager at, cleaning up puke whenever the bars close close and everyone floods your store i hate you more than i hate almost anyone there is a top five or ten list of people i hate above him but we should have won that game after what tavon put on the show tavon austin put on that night but we've got a big one here and if we're going to get him, i think this is the year this is the setting what are your thoughts on this game whenever oklahoma comes rolling into town here in about 48 hours and 15 minutes or so from right now
1: all right, well, let me interject a little trivia for you before we go into this game.
0: Okay. Uh, that
1: 2012 Oklahoma game you brought up was on my birthday, November 17th of 2012. Oh, my gosh, it West was. West Virginia lost a heartbreaker. Saturday was my birthday. <laughs> happy and belated, belated birthday. And West Virginia lost yet another heartbreaker to another Oklahoma team. So, so
0: did, you maybe- did you hear what Steve
2: just said? Steve just offered up something very nice. What did he say? I said, happy belated birthday.
1: Thank you, Steve. But I was going to say, we need to tell a conference not to schedule games on my birthday.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a really good point. Yeah, we may need it. Well, we say that, but when was the last time the Big 12 Conference did us any favors? If we bring that up, what we've got to do is request that they only schedule that game on your birthday. Because then they'll just (laughs) F you everything that we ask and schedule us to open with them every year.
1: The only favor the Big 12 did for us was bringing us in, and even that almost didn't happen.
0: Yeah, that was that was last ditch. And I'm glad it did happen because it's better than being stuck in the football purgatory of the American Athletic Conference. But, my gosh, it's it, we are still the red-headed stepchild, and that's all we're ever going to be. But uh, we've got a chance, I think, to to kind of extend the middle finger toward them. It's our own version of the horns down. We've got a chance to kind of give that to them, by ruining their Oklahoma-Texas championship game plans that they obviously have in play. That was that was obvious when we went to Texas on November 3rd. But we got a chance to do that this Saturday, so what do you think of our chances coming up?
1: Um, I like our chances this year better than I have most
0: seasons. Absolutely agree.
1: Um Last year, we didn't have Will Greer due to injury. Ugh. The year before that, we had, well, <laughs> Skylar Howard. We had and, well,
0: snow you know. and turnovers is what we had. Yep. Um,
1: if if the team can just play a complete game, not get too anxious or excited or jumpy, and just focus on focus on the strengths of the offense, focus on the strengths of the defense. I think West Virginia can at least keep it close. I mean, yeah, I would like to see West Virginia win, obviously. I have a couple of tickets reserved for Dallas and I'm just I'm chomping at the bit to book my flight and hotel for Dallas. Absolutely.
0: You got to go to Jerry World at least once.
1: I, I I can't wait. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I just love to check out that Metroplex.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it would be fun just to kind of sit in the stands and watch something on TV on that big video board. Or play video games on it. I think that'd be a blast. Or,
1: I would love to play video games on that thing. That would be fun. Or
0: watch something completely stupid and... I won't say inappropriate, but just kind of out of place. Like watch Knight Rider, a show from nineteen eighty-two on a video board that big. Debbie sh- does Dallas. That'd be a good one. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I guess that would be appropriate if you're gonna watch it at Jerry World. That's true. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed by the fact that you're suggesting to watch pornography on a triple digit foot size video board that it didn't dawn on me. Yeah, it is in Dallas. Oh, you always find a way to turn the tides. Thank you, Steve. And we'll segue that was from, great, Steve. Was. That was great. <laughs> and we will segue from that into something that I'm I'm sure is it's fitting considering you were just talking about pornography on the largest scale possible. And we'll talk about Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So Jim, with Thanksgiving uh Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow, I know it's all about family and all about Uh, and being thankful what's on your mind as this holiday approaches
1: well i'm thankful for new opportunities that came my way this year because if it weren't for these new opportunities i probably would have had to close my business you guys wouldn't have a sponsorship and i wouldn't be able to travel as
0: much as i've started doing yeah we're thankful for you jim (laughs) (laughs) and our listeners are too our our listeners are thankful for you but that's very i know you've had a big year so absolutely that's very cool and you have traveled a
1: lot the, the best part, this year's not over yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got more traveling to do, because you've been, you've been out of the country, you've done all kinds of stuff, because you went to Toronto uh, just a couple that, weeks ago, I know.
1: That was, I had more fun
0: in Toronto than I thought I would. Um, hey Steve, J- Jim had a lot of fun in Toronto.
2: I want to go to Toronto, I, I was almost there, and my friend forgot his freaking ID with his federalized stamp on it.
0: Steve, so. I, I don't think you can have as much fun in toronto as jim had in toronto because you have stephanie oh you know it's a different country yeah jim uh (laughs) jim celebrated a lot of things in toronto jim had a lot of fun in toronto yeah
1: shout out to that 34 year old hot blonde attorney skyler i know you're not gonna listen to this but i'm gonna shout you out anyway
0: see (laughs) that's right jim jim enjoyed toronto jim see this is what happened west virginia beat texas Okay, and when we beat Texas, we planted the West Virginia flag at midfield. (laughs) Jim, Jim planted the West Virginia flag in Canada. That's what he did. Proud of you, buddy, by the way. I
1: want I wanted to go down the street to their old town hall, climb up the tower, rip off the Canadian flag and put my West Virginia flag
2: up there.
0: You know, okay, and I appreciate the sentiment, but I think that might be actionable. I think that might be a declaration of war that might that might not work out well. But I appreciate what you're wanting to do. I get it. And I support you. I do. But my goodness. What's that maybe, Trudeau going to do? Uh, well, you know, that's true. If it was still Stephen Harper, I wouldn't even want to do anything to offend him. But Justin Trudeau. Yeah. What's he going to do? Yeah. He'll probably dance or something. Yeah. <laughs> he is about the wimpiest.
2: He's an ass clown. For, he,
0: you know, yeah, that's probably the best way to. That's the best title to give him. He is an ass clown. Fruit is, cup.
2: Yeah. He's bad. That works,
0: too. <laughs> Well, uh, you know we have canadian listeners i don't care they may agree they know. may agree they may disagree and whether you agree or disagree send us feedback we enjoy it uh but uh, jim i know you've listened to the show G- give us some feedback on the show because i know you've listened you haven't listened to all of them but i know you've listened to quite a few so uh give me some feedback on the show what do you think
1: well i like the format you guys do it's, it's obviously most podcasters just like hang on we have a sitting down. steve
2: we have a format Good job, Brad. I, I had no I, thought, I, I had no idea. I
0: thought we just I thought you just came
2: in here and started talking. <laughs> That's All what right.
0: I do. The free the freestyle <laughs> format. That's very true. No, I do have show notes that it's we called have. ADD. I think actually and that is true. We do <laughs> have, have. I I mean, I have show notes, and we stick to them a lot. But half of this stuff, it just comes out of nowhere. But you're right. And yeah, we do have a fun format. Okay, I like that. Thank you. Thanks.
1: It's, I mean, you guys just talk about essentially whatever's on your mind. I mean, you don't mind going way off topic, which which can be fun. <laughs> and it, it, feel, I mean, it feels like a man talk podcast where we can just be men and talk and not have to worry about social justice warriors or hippies.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's we were we would not be popular amongst that crowd. And that's kind of what we wanted this to be. We wanted this to be an open forum where we can talk about whatever we want. And I th- we've repeated this more than once. If you listen and you hear something that offends you, keep listening because we're probably going to offend you again. <laughs> But we but we do that for a purpose, and the purpose is we don't like censorship, and we don't like the thought police, and we want this to be a place of freedom and a place of of, of openness, but really we also want it to be a platform for honesty because we're, what you hear is what you get. And obviously we're not a video show, so it's not what you see is what you get. But what you hear is what you get. So I like that that's coming across for what we like to do because, Steve, I know you uh, – I know sometimes you like to go a little little unfiltered from time to time.
2: Sometimes, not much, but yeah. Not much. You have to. Not much. You know people are listening to this. How dare you say not much? That that's just a small portion. I'm, no one's I'm a much that. bigger asshole in real life. <laughs>
0: oh so this is
2: oh so this is the uh
0: you know this oh yeah i don't know man you uh you come across pretty you come across strong here and i'm not saying you're an a-hole but i mean you come across strong here so i i think maybe at first but now gloves are off and you just let it fly here too Well, i'm I'm home so it's all good that is very very true so what else do you think before buddy
1: uh, I just I just like the general format of the show. You guys don't try to contain everything within a certain amount of yeah. time. If it goes out over an hour, so be it. It goes over an hour. I mean, if it goes 2 hours? Over an big hour. Deal. That's-
0: Goodness. Our first segment was over an hour. Gracious. <laughs> my
1: my point exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that.
0: We talk until we're done. Oh, we 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 set some stuff on fire tonight and uh Oh, yeah. I think uh I think Segment three is not going to be very long, but segment three is going to hit hard too. just just FYI. Stay tuned for that a little bit later.
1: When will this podcast be released?
0: Uh, Well, I don't have to work the next couple of days, so I should have it posted tomorrow as a nice Thanksgiving present for everyone, (laughs) including a couple of very special potential listeners who may be out there. Not gonna say uh, any. Uh, not gonna uh, mention it right now, but <laughs> it'll be painfully <laughs> obvious whenever the time comes. Um, so you like the format you like you like the tone. I think that's what you're saying. You like the tone of the program.
1: Well, it's a lay. It, yeah, it's just very laid back, and you guys have fun.
0: Yes, we do. This is, uh, and that's one thing I didn't mention. Whenever we were talking about Thanksgiving in the first part of the show, and talking about what we're thankful for, and I want to. I said this last year. I'll say it again. I'm thankful for this show. I'm thankful that we get to do this podcast and that it's grown the way that it has and it's going to get bigger and we've got the portable studio. 2019. And this is thanks in no small part to you, but to all of our listeners, 2019 is going to be a fun year for this thing because we're going to get to go a lot of of places and do a lot of things. This is going to be a blast for Apex Live and there's no telling what this thing's going to turn into. It's going to be an absolute blast. But uh, you emailed me probably it's been about a month or two ago now from, it was right around the time that we did that episode. We had an episode where we did our top five desert Island women list. And you said, I've got a list. And I said, well, by all means, send it to me and, and we'll do, and we'll make sure it gets on the show and I'll read it. And it kind of went from there and evolved into, you were going to record it. And then whenever you decided to sponsor the show, I said, why don't you just present it on the show? And uh, I understand you've got your list. And I have no idea who the list is, so I don't know if there's any crossover or not. So give it to me. What is your top five Desert Island women list?
1: Well, before I get started, Brad, between me and you, you know who's not on the list now. (laughs) I
0: I, I do know that there was someone on the list who was unceremoniously thrown out like Vince McMahon firing someone on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, it's she ironic was because that that's
1: One of the things she covers.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's why I said it. You didn't have to throw that out there, but we'll leave a little bit of mystery for the audience. I mean, she, but she has been replaced. So, uh, so who,
1: maybe maybe I could send her a little care package. <laughs>
0: well, I'll tell you what I could. I tell you what I could do. I'm going to make a, a highlight MP3 of just this part of the show with you, and you can send her a link to it.
1: Oh God! And you that's, can let her know. A battle
0: I couldn't. That's a battle I couldn't win. And you can let her know, yeah, this is about you. But that's fine because no matter what, we get the listenership, so we benefit anyway, and that's all we care about. So it works <laughs> out. So, so, so let's hear it. Who's on your top five list?
1: <clears throat> all right, the first one of my top five is a singer named Kaya Jones. She's a she used to be part of the Pussycat Dolls. She is. Steve very is blonde.
0: already reaching for the phone because he doesn't know
1: who it is, dude. Throw it in your Google machine. <laughs> I mean she she's 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 conservative, she's attractive, she knows how to use a gun, so Ooh, that should tell uh, you right there that she doesn't take shit from anyone.
0: Game on. I like that.
1: Number 2 um is Alexa Bliss because
0: oh, my, my god. god. Oh my lord. Yes. Oh god in heaven, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. It was extreme. If I if I took my fi- my top 5 yeah, I just saw, Yeah, Steve just showed me a picture, gave a thumbs up. I have to approve, too. Yeah, that's Kaya Jones. Oh. Now, Alexa Bliss, if I took my list from five to ten, Alexa would be on that list. Yeah. There thousand, you go. thousand percent agree. WWE is just talent rich for a list like this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. Okay, so she, she makes the list. That's cool. He uh,
1: Number three is a Canadian sportscaster. Her name is Natasha Stanicheski. She also posts, like, every once in a while, like, this Whip It Up Wednesday. She knows how to cook, and she does a damn good job.
0: All right. That's awesome. That's a bonus. That's why Tiffany Thiessen made my list at number one, is because she's hot and she can cook, and because she's Kelly Kapowski. Okay. that's See, all right. First of all, you've got to type, because two out of the first three. They're all blondes. Yeah, They're all blondes. Well, two out of the first three, I didn't know who they were, number one. So you're going you're – you're not going just cookie-cutter, well-known – people and names you're you've got reasons for these picks and all three are blondes so you've already you've definitely got a type and we already know how much you love canada
1: yeah yes okay, yeah. okay. uh no, number four uh, this is her name is michelle mccory she is an anchor woman on i24 news which is a jewish-based news station with a bureau in new york She's actually a very smart woman and supports our president and everything. Okay. Um, you can look her up um she's also very blonde, busty, and attractive so <laughs> but she she also has like her financial licenses and stuff, so she could handle all the money on the island.
0: excellent. Why would you need money on the island? It's a desert island, and you're never getting out of there. There's no commerce
1: someone's got to be the brains of the operation. I don't <laughs> want it to be me. I got too much other things on my mind.
0: oh well. Excellent point, sir. Point taken.
1: And who's and number five is Margot Robbie, that Australian actress who I really became fond of in Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say so. That would be a a fine audition tape to be in your top five from Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Holy, there's no couch on the island. Well, okay, she was driftwood. You can make one. We're West Virginia fans. We burn couches anyway. Well, she was. she was Wolf of Wall Street, but she was also uh, the name escapes me. Harley Quinn. Yes. And I think that's where she, she got a lot much more attention from that than I think she did in Wolf of Wall Street, because she nailed being Harley Quinn. Absolutely perfect in that role. And that wasn't even that great of a movie.
2: And eh, Jared Leto sucks ass, but uh, other than that, I think it was OK. <laughs> it was de- it was decent. But, yeah, she she was absolutely perfect as Harley Quinn. You couldn't have cast that any better. Now, I guess Joaquin Phoenix, if that's how you say his name, he's going to be the new Joker. He's a doofus. I think he's a great. actor. Joaquin Phoenix is a doofus. I think he's a good actor. Oh, he's a good actor. But he, personally, he is a doofus of a human being. You can be a
1: good actor and still be a doofus.
2: I, yes, you can. And he is. Maybe he's just acting like a doofus. <laughs> I don't think
0: he's that good of an actor. Did you see him? Isn't he the one, Jim? You may remember this. Isn't he the one who went on Letterman <laughs> and said he was retiring from being an actor so he could be a rapper or he something? He actually had an album. Was that him? Uh, yeah. I think that was the guy. Yeah
1: it might be i don't i the last time i watched letterman was in 2013 when howard stern was on there but
2: well, most tell of us haven't watched was letterman, an letterman was good shit
1: and letterman was mailing it in by that point i fell asleep anyway
0: oh my well that's saying something because you're a stern fan but oh mm-hmm. my gosh I, he now i, I got it joaquin a phoenix, phoenix is a doofus that might be the title of the episode. Joaquin Phoenix is a doofus. I was talking about
2: Phoenix. Because then, well, no, because then if you type in Joaquin Phoenix in Google, we're gonna be one of the results. You were never here is a good movie. He's like a he's like a hitman. It's a, newer that is a that is movie a Have you movie. watched that? Yeah, that's a good movie. He's creep. I love that movie. It's awesome. I, I'm I'm not going. I'm not arguing that he's a good actor. He, just on a personal
0: level, in his everyday, regular life as Joaquin Phoenix, he's a doofus. I want to hang out with him, and
2: I'll confirm that and I'll let you know. That's fair. <laughs> you know who I want to hang out with and find out what they're really like? Margot Robbie. <laughs> she would probably be not nice at all. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know what? I, I don't care. I don't care. At all. Makes no difference. That's no, you, why, I, you're that's probably why right. I
1: have a bench for my Desert Island 5. I have a couple people on
2: the reserve list. You have a bench? <laughs> A bench. Play- he has the bench players. Of course, he's got a bench. And they're all brunettes. And I'm kidding.
0: And I'm kidding. I have no use for Margot Robbie. I know. I've seen enough interviews with her. Like she's. I'm sure she's great to look at. She is. But my God, she's Harley Quinn. Like seven minutes of conversation <laughs> probably would be the top end of what you're going to get anyway, and it probably so wouldn't be that valuable either. I don't want to talk to her at all. I know you. Would don't. I? Would
1: I end up drowning her?
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah, at some point That's probably going to happen Or she might just that's be so wh- stupid She walks into the ocean <laughs> You
2: know, it may just happen That's
0: that's why I have a I bench. give
2: her a baby shower <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Well, it's been
0: a while since we've pulled out The hashtag baby puke, by the way It's a baby shower <laughs> Oh my gosh, we are not uh. right We are not right Jim, anything else on your mind, sir? Anything, bu- uh, anything bugging you? Anything making you mad?
1: Uh, any well, um, nothing's really making me mad right now. Except now, I really am tempted to send a care package to the person I kicked off my desert island five.
0: <laughs> well, you may as well. At least you're I establishing mean, could,
1: contact. I mean, could you? I mean, you know, I've sent care packages to people in the past. I mean, I mean, um, why yeah. st- why stop at the United
0: States? Uh, th- you know. I know you've done it, and I know that they have been received, but you've not yet gone international, so there that may need to happen and it may happen later on in the year anyway and i'm not going to say anything else about that i don't think i have to uh but uh jim first of all thank you for joining us thank you for supporting the show it means a lot to me and and we are going to we're going to bring you back probably once a month anyway and you can come in and comment and and contribute and do anything you want we appreciate you a whole lot
1: well i appreciate you guys for having me i mean it's like Ted DiBiase once said, everyone's got a price. Everybody's so. got a price.
0: <laughs> That's very true. Second of all, and, <laughs> and I, I wanted to say this, by the way, before we let you go, and I, I keep referencing this, but it, it could not possibly be any more true. It's been a tumultuous four or five months. And, Jim, you know that as well as anybody. And in a time of great personal turmoil and trouble, You have been an incredibly supportive and caring friend, and that is something that I will never be able to repay. And I'm so thankful for you in what was a very difficult time. But here I am still standing, and you were a big part of that. And I just want to tell you how thankful I am for that.
1: Well, Brad, I appreciate you. I've followed you on Twitter for a long time. As I told you, you're one of my OGs from Twitter um and when i saw something was wrong i just thought i need to reach out and find out what's going on with this guy yeah
0: well you played a major role and uh i am eternally grateful for that and and we have we have been able to form uh a, a very good friendship as a result of that so uh absolutely and that's very cool and i'm thankful for that jim thanks for joining us tonight my friend
1: Thanks for having me, Brad. Thanks for having me, Steve. I look forward to future episodes where we can veer off topic and have all the laughs we want.
2: That's right. Thanks, Jim. I do appreciate you, man.
1: No problem. Y'all have a great night.
0: All right, man. That was Jim Ashley. This is Episode 17 of Apex Live. We'll be right back.